Hey, so I wanted to take some time to talk about the some potential obstacles to meditation. There are five obstacles that I'm going to go through, and then I'll talk a little bit about them and maybe some ways that might help you all work through them. So the, the five obstacles that I'm going to be going through while meditating is one, getting lost in your own thoughts and maybe losing focus or being consumed in your, your thought patterns. Number two is becoming tired or very sleepy during the meditation practice. Another one is finding yourself striving during the meditation practice. A fourth one is judgment. So bringing a lot of judgment to yourself which can um, bring some difficulties to the practice and also potentially boredom. It's very common that boredom can arise during the meditative practice. So if we were to go through them, the first one is being lost in thought. And if you have a meditation practice and you are finding that you are getting lost in your thoughts and you're losing focus, the first thing to recognize is that this is very common. It's the nature of the mind to wander. So if you're choosing something to pay attention to, and maybe you're listening to some of my other recordings that are guiding the meditation and the focus of that specific meditation is, let's say, the breath. But you find that your mind is wandering to things that have happened in the past or in the future or thoughts about the meditation practice itself. Um, the first thing to note is that this is the nature of the mind to wander like this. And the maybe the most important thing here is to, to practice, really. We call it a meditation practice. So it's not something that you will just, you know, learn overnight and it will become easy right away. It can be very difficult in the beginning when trying to develop your practice. So there's also this um, element of discipline. And that means, you know, finding a way to sit in your practice, even though you're, you might be getting really distracted with your thoughts, um, maybe practicing a little bit of discipline and being able to hold off on impulses to follow these thoughts. Maybe maybe the thought is, you know, I want to get up from this meditation practice because it's not, uh, it's not working, you know, or some other type of thought that can be consuming. Part of um, the thing that has helped me in my practice is to be able to sit with that and not react on that impulse right away. And it also becomes easier with, uh, with practice to not act so quickly on impulses and to to get as lost in thought. There's also the option to, while you're in your meditative practice, if you find that your mind is wandering a lot and you're getting lost in your thought, it can be helpful to rest the attention on something that it's easy for you to rest the attention in in that moment. So if for whatever reason on a particular day or a particular practice period, you're finding it easy 
to rest the attention on the sounds that are happening, or let's say it's the breath that day, or the sensations in the palms of your hand, it can be helpful when your mind is wandering a lot to rest the attention in this place of ease, where it's easier for you to rest your attention in that moment during that practice period until you're maybe not as activated by these wandering thoughts and not as um, they're not as consuming because you have sort of de-escalated a little and brought yourself into a uh, yeah I guess the the word is I'm looking for is de-escalated state and from there it might be easier to rest your attention or to practice your your meditation if you have allowed yourself to rest your attention on something that is easy and sometimes that can be the entire practice so you can find where it is easiest for you to rest your attention that day maybe it's the sounds maybe it's the breath maybe it's bodily sensations and just rest in that awareness where it is easiest as you um, as you continue to practice another potential object of the meditation can be the thoughts themselves but um, you may find that when you're trying to use the uh, the thoughts as the object of your meditation meaning trying to bring awareness to the thoughts themselves it can be consuming and you can get hijacked by by uh, patterns of cognition so maybe in the beginning it would be helpful to find a place where it's easier to rest your attention and practice that for a little while the second obstacle that I'd mentioned was being tired during your practice. So if you find that you're you're kind of going off into like a, a, a dream state or you are getting very tired and maybe even almost falling asleep or falling asleep, there are a couple things that I would say to this. One is maybe you just need some sleep and maybe it's not meditation that you need in that moment and your body is trying to communicate that you need some sleep and maybe that would be more appropriate for you to be sleeping but if you have a strong intention to be practicing meditation in a given moment and you find that you are falling asleep then it could be helpful to one try sitting up if you're practicing lying down and sitting up in a posture that's up upright where you have a straight back the way that I meditate is I have two cushions underneath me and I usually have um, my legs on the floor either uh, cross-legged in front of me or sitting on my my knees and uh, my my butt on the cushion and I keep my back straight because I find that that helps me when I'm feeling particularly tired also you can try keeping your eyes open which might be helpful or doing something like standing you can meditate while standing or if you're finding that you're falling asleep a lot you can practice while walking you can bring awareness to the act of walking while you're walking so these are all ways to potentially combat or maybe combats a strong word to manage being tired a third obstacle that comes up a lot in the people that take my classes is they're striving so in their practice they're trying to get somewhere or they're trying to do the meditative practice right and 
it may be it may be manifesting in the form of thoughts where the thoughts are telling you um, maybe I'm not doing this right or how do I know if I'm doing the meditative practice right or what can I be doing to get to some state where I feel more calm if I'm not feeling calm maybe I'm doing something wrong and that really all falls under this umbrella of striving and what I would say in order to manage this potential obstacle is to practice what is known in the mindfulness-based stress reduction tradition as non-striving. And simply put, this is going into the practice without trying to get anywhere. So if you're practicing and the object of your meditation in a particular practice is breathing. If you are bringing attention to the breathing and there's maybe thoughts coming up like I'm not I'm not getting into it or this isn't working or how do I know if I'm doing this right? These are all forms of striving and 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 wanting or wishing your experience would be different than it is. And it could be helpful and you can experiment in your own practice to just watch the breath. If the the breath is the object of the meditation, bring the awareness to the breath with um, with as much focus as you can, with as much awareness as you can. And of course, as we talked in the earlier ones, there will be times when you get lost in thought and that's fine, but seeing if you can make the intention of your meditation practice being with the breath for the purpose of being with the breath. Not being with the breath for the purpose of at some point you will become more relaxed and you will get to a relaxed state. It's being with the breath just out of this maybe curiosity is the right word of developing a closer relationship with the breath to see what's there and not manipulating it anyway. So I often use objects in nature like a waterfall or a sunset or um, a starry night. It's like when we observe these things in our awareness it's sort of this spontaneous mindfulness that arises in our daily life and a lot of times we're not trying to manipulate or change these occurrences in life. If, if we see a waterfall we, we're just taking in the waterfall in our experience and we're not trying to change it because we really can't change it. We can't change a waterfall. And it's the same thing with the experience in our meditative practice. It's like bringing this awareness to our experience without trying to change it because in a lot of ways we really can't change it. Whatever is arising is, is arising. And the, the invitation or the practice is to invite whatever is arising into our experience. So, in short, just to recap, if you find yourself trying to get somewhere in your practice, try as an experiment, not trying to get anywhere. Just sitting, just sitting for the, for the sake of sitting and just watching the breath for the sake of watching the breath in awareness or just listening to sounds for the sake of listening to sounds. Like you might listen to a symphony or, or a song. It's like just receiving it. Another thing that might come up, it kind of ties into being lost in thought and striving, and that is judgment. 
it's very common for people that I've taught in my classes to experience a lot of judgment in their practice. So that could take the form of thinking, here we are, you know, talking about lost in thought again, thinking that you're doing something wrong. So if you set this intention and maybe, again, we're talking about striving, I'd like to get somewhere, I'd like to be relaxed when I'm done with this meditative practice, and you're not feeling a particular way, you're not feeling relaxed or calm, so then you might start judging yourself as if you'd done something wrong in the practice. And this ties in it ties in closely with non-striving. There's also this element and attitude in mindfulness-based stress reduction known as non-judgment. So that is seeing if you can not judge what is arising in your experience. So even even the judgment itself, if you if you are practicing and judgment arises and the thought is I'm not doing this right seeing if you can not even judge that meaning just laying the the foundation for whatever is arising in your experience to be okay and not judging anything as if it's wrong because how could it be wrong is arising in your experience it is arising organically so more of just a, a watching in awareness what is arising without judging anything for arising. The final one I wanted to talk about is uh, boredom. It might be another a potential obstacle is while you're meditating you might feel bored with the practice. Like what what is this doing for me? Uh, I don't I don't notice anything happening. I'm just sitting here listening to my sounds or watching my breath and nothing seems to be happening. And the quality that we talk about in mindfulness-based stress reduction that could be helpful here is beginner's mind. And that means approaching this practice with a fresh mind. It's like, I always think of a puppy, like a newborn uh, puppy that is just experiencing their world for the first time, they might um, feel around, like let's say they never experienced the touch of grass before, they might put their paw on the grass uh, uh, quickly and then remove it because they're just experiencing it for the first time. They're receiving these new experiences. It's like seeing if you can approach your meditative practice in this way, as if it is a new experience that you are just kind of rediscovering or relearning each time you approach it. So it's helpful to bring this sort of attitude because it can be very easy to get bored during a sitting practice and then overlook what is happening in your practice as if, you know, nothing is happening. I don't feel ultimately relaxed and I don't, I don't feel calm. So then you overlook as if, you know, the practice isn't working, but in reality, it's like there's, there's a lot to be learned within the body, within the experience. And if we keep bringing this beginner's mind to our experience over and over and over again, and keep bringing this curiosity about our own experience, there's 
so much to be learned. I've spent hundreds of hours just watching my breath in awareness, and there's always something to be learned just from sitting and observing. And the same thing, I'm, I'm observing my breath over and over and over again, and there's, there's always something that can be learned if I'm willing to bring this beginner's mind and, and not be uh, fooled by the, uh, by the idea that it is boring and I'm, I'm not getting anything out of it. So I went through these five obstacles and um, they're very common. And normally when I will approach these obstacles, I will bring them up in the context of a meditation. So if I'm teaching in my eight-week course at the meditation center and I'm guiding a, a breath practice, I might weave these potential obstacles into the guided practice. Because I think it's easier to be heard, it, it resonates more, at least with me, when these obstacles are addressed in the context of a meditative practice. So for now, I'm just talking about them, and there's a lot of information being thrown at you, and there might even be some striving in that. Like, I need to, you might be thinking, I need to understand all of these and apply these to my practice right away. Uh, what I would say to that is, seeing if you could just take one, one of these five, the one that resonates the most with you, and maybe re-listen to the podcast and see how I address that specific one, and then the next week or so in your practice, in your meditative practice, seeing if you can experiment with approaching just this one obstacle in the way that I address it here in this podcast. And I say that because it's, it's like um, if we try to accomplish all these things and overcome all the obstacles at once, that can itself be a, a striving and that in itself can be um, its own obstacle. So really, all of this is as best you can. And maybe you didn't get everything and not all of this is going to be applied to your practice right away. But whatever you did get out of it, maybe some of it resonated and you'll apply that. And you can go from there. So I hope this helps if you are experiencing these obstacles. And I look forward to talking to you again in the future. All right, take care.